0: Hey guys, thanks for for coming over. This is—you've never been inside my house. This Is where I live. Wow! Uh, yeah, it's, wow, pretty, it's great. Uh, thanks for having what us. A, yeah, no. Thanks problem. for having us. Yeah, It's good to have you.
1: Can't wait to get my hands on this virtual boy of yours.
0: Uh oh! No. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be—it's gonna be swell, I guess. Uh, you know, I've got Where's
1: a, he hiding?
2: Oh, uh, I already know. Uh, I already—I already know. He's Heather. He's what? made a big mistake.
0: He's made it. What? Well, I don't understand it. Well, we all knew we, w- we were coming over to play virt- Virtual Boy. I know, right? but think about yeah. those
2: two words separately.
1: He thinks it's something else.
0: With He's playing with Virtual Boy.
1: He's playing can with... Can I get some alone time with this Virtual Boy? Of
0: course you can,
1: man. No problem whatsoever. No, Heather. What? I What am I
0: missing?
2: You're missing it, too. You don't get what's going on here.
0: All right, so he... Nick is excited to play with my small uh captain in the garage virtual boy.
1: can't wait to strap that virtual boy onto my face and get my hands all over its parts maybe maybe I don't know what's going on here. maybe I am wrong, and I thought I was coming here for something else, so well, I, I d- can play Mario's tennis, which I've always wanted to experience. What are uh, you told thinking, you. Matt? okay, yeah. uh yeah, Matt, just the way. The
2: way that you were saying it, uh huh, made it sound bad. It to to me. I just I the, just the mm. way you were saying it. But now I see maybe it's it. the way
1: you're interpreting it. You sick fuck. Mm. You get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh.
0: Anyway, I'm gonna go undo these chains so that you guys can play with. <laughs>
1: We hunch forward into a table-mounted headset and squint at a monochrome crimson display as we experience Nintendo's 90s hardware flop, Virtual Boy, this week on Get Played.
0: To get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played! I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell. I'm here along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger.
1: That's me, Nick Weiger, along with our third host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello,
0: everyone. Oh, man, I'm wow. excited about today's show, guys. Wow. I'm excited.
1: What a what a topic and partly finally again available to us because we got to see each other IRL yesterday. What a what i I'd a say crazy we see the better part of a day t- together. We spent like a yeah, an entire
2: afternoon together, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and I welcomed you guys in into my whole-
1: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> We were over at your domicile. We had a nice time, uh, mm-hmm. and we recorded another podcast. I think we can say here we'll, we'll, we'll be on a, a Scott hasn't seen yes. with Sprague the Whisperer talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. A true baffling, yes, a, a piece of shit. But I also like every time I watch it, I'm like, maybe this is good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's it, it like it it adds. I think I've said on the podcast. I've seen this four times. Yeah, and it has some. New element each time where I'm like this is uh, this is a mess, but this is so such a fascinating piece of cinema.
2: Yeah, if you remember, we did do it on the DLC, but I think we had That's a right. different we had a different conversation just because we were talking to to Sprague and to um and to Scott. Yes, I think it's great like- to see Sprague in person. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long. Yeah. Oh man, it's so many fun times with Sprague.
0: I think it's like you you go into a room and there's like a pile a pile of very intricately connected garbage like somebody has <laughs> right. masterfully connected a bunch of garbage together and they say it's a table but you can't sit at it <laughs> and that's like the the hardware analogy for what the Super Mario Brothers movie is. You're like, this took a lot of time and there are a lot of pieces involved. Yes. It is not recognizable as a film. No. Even though I'm being told it is one.
2: It's yes. technically what it says it is, but it's also not.
0: It's technically yeah. ain't no game.
2: Yeah, yes. It ain't no <laughs> game. It's a live action thrill ride.
0: Um, but yeah, we, uh, we saw we saw each other in person. And uh, it was because you guys needed to have access to this week's hardware for a very right. special episode.
2: Yeah, we stopped right. by the hole cuz we needed to we needed to get around there <laughs> and, and play what we were talking about. That's you right. You also well, saw my
0: death stranding windows.
2: We Man, saw they are fucking sick. They were so cool. We saw Mary. Yeah, everything. Mary Mary, Mary, Mary IRL. in person. Great. The- maybe I
0: maybe we should edit that so I say Mary before the list of like things <laughs> in my life <laughs> that you saw.
2: <laughs> things no, that come up that on the fine. show. We've seen Mary in person before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. Yes. I see Mary in person all the time. You see her every day. Right.
0: And I also I don't think when I when people are over I'm not like showing off.
2: This is my Mary. Mary. I like yeah. it's it's yeah. not like,
0: "Oh, look at the we played we played this month's uh we play you play on my Sony PVM on the original hardware, look at that. Yeah, a, is a very different tease. emotion from like have a conversation with my real world fiance.
1: <laughs> yeah, you you guys have a different sort of uh, spousal relationship than I do with my wife because I'm always showing her off like a prized pony. <laughs> Get a load of her, huh? <laughs> Guys, uh, we we have a we have this hardware to discuss. We have this fascinating piece of hardware, also a also a mess of Nintendo uh, from the '90s that we're going to be talking about, a, akin to the Super Mario Brothers live action movie. Uh, a, also a also a widely regarded as a debacle from that era. But before we get to that, I have to ask the both of you, and I guess myself by proxy, what are you playing? Ring. Oh, wait—is that you or me? No, that's 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 my landline. Let me pick it up. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, hello. Sorry, I'm recording. What are you playing? (laughs) 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 Let's talk about some video games we've been spending some time with. I—I mean, shall shall I go first?
2: Who wants to go? Is I can go first okay. because it's
0: the same old, same old. Yeah, please. I am. Uh, I am two regular canonical bosses away from the end of Elden Ring. Three, if you count a dragon that I have to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. I'm expecting to finish it this next 48 hours, and I Incredible. I don't know that I'm in a new game plus it, at least for uh, a significant. Time because I, I want to go play Stranger of Paradise. I want to play this Vita game that I promised myself I would play this year, like mm-hmm. a, like a Vita game I didn't recognize from my list of Vita games. right. <laughs> um, still loving it, found a great place to level my character. Um, beat millennia wow uh, which was um re- really uh, uh, not a fun fight. yeah, not a fun fight. Um, but I,
1: I haven't gotten there yet, but widely regarded as as the most difficult boss fight in the game, at least from what yeah. I've read. And like I, I had, think across from soft games also. Like they're like, this
2: boss wow. is hard. Wow.
0: I, I I had flashbacks to the Valkyrie Queen from God of War when I fought her long before I was supposed to. Right. Like that's what I also saw a great TikTok of a woman fighting Millennia. And she's like... Was well, she doing like a, millenn- a dance too? She, she's like, she, she announces... Uh, funny. <laughs> TikTok. TikTok's more than dances now.
2: I know. Um, it's like fun recipes and clips of fun things. It's good. Mine
0: is primarily um, in Japanese and it is just people like touring restaurants in Tokyo and there's no English. Wow. Great. <laughs> uh, great. Because the algorithm really is aggressive on that platform. But I saw TikTok of a woman who's like, finds millennia, and she's like, Melania gives her a little speech, which I don't want to spoil because it's kind of great. And and she's like, oh, really? Well, I and then Melania two shots her <laughs> immediately. <laughs> it's like a slow zoom on the woman's face from Twitch. And that's the whole the whole video, I think.
2: That's so funny. Uh that rolls.
0: Yeah. I am um, still still love the game, but I am I am ready to finish it. Mm-hmm ready to move on
1: yeah i i'm what's what's your what's your playtime at approximately oh man i don't know um, you're you're in the mid 100 hours at this point right 100 mid- point plus am i i don't know i think
0: i'm no i think i'm like 100 and like 3 or something mm-hmm. like that 103 okay got it uh, like 103 to 105 maybe i mean god what if i'm not what if it is like 150 hours? What if it's what, if, what if it's
2: 135 hours? Like like somebody else on 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 the Zoom right now?
1: Wow. <laughs> 135. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm well, a, I'm at half your playtime. So I I have so much more to do. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: I uh I I popped a uh, a trophy the other day when I fought in a dungeon and I was like, wow, I didn't expect to get this trophy, which was all legendary spirit ashes.
1: Oh, wow. cool. Look at you.
0: Yeah. Uh, well done. And then I looked up whether or not I could platinum it because I was like, I fought all the bosses. Maybe I'm pretty close to, like, platinuming this game. No, I'm locked out of several weapons. <laughs> Never get <laughs> them. <laughs>
1: uh, I'll, I'll you? I'll just say on... I'll, I'll say on I'll say on the Elden Ring front real quick, and I'm sure Matt has some Elden Ring uh, thoughts to contribute as well, because uh, I've still been playing it. I've still been enjoying it. I'm significantly behind the both of you, but I'm going to eventually finish this game. Uh, and uh, anytime I get to, to spend significant time with it, I'm like, this is fucking this is great. This is delightful. Even the stuff that annoys me, I eventually I'm just like, eh, it's fine. It's just part of the game. It's part of the experience. But I went and, you know, I, I'm getting really into the lore and I'm mm. trying hard. I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm watching portions of videos and like i listened listen to a portion of the ranged te- arranged uh, uh touch podcast uh their 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 patreon episode on this um cuz you know just to get some like deep lore but like i have to like stop because i'm not far enough in the game to hear uh, to uh, to like sure. ca- get everything spoiled yet so so i am getting really into like the kind of the story and the lore and the world and trying to, to parse it a little bit but also trying to keep some of it my myself uh you know uh, in the dark as, as far as where this thing is headed so I got I picked up the Berserk manga, the the first volume of it. Wow! Uh, I went to but, a, yeah. uh, I went to a to a to a Japanese bookstore and 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 got it. And in the exact same section as me, uh, in the exact same section I was at uh, looking for the Berserk manga was just another guy who was just another me. <laughs> It was just another bearded otaku you, you doing ran, the exact same thing. Like, are you, is that Berserk? You, oh, I'm looking ran into for your Berserk. I, yeah, I, I read, your if you're, if you're using the, the Elden Ring uh, character creator and you hit uh, s- uh, show similar faces, that guy would pop up for me. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I wonder how many fucking gamer dorks are going to like, you know, comic book stores and looking at the manga section and be like, do you have Berserk right now? Just because to try to get some more uh, insight into. The, the Elden Ring inspiration.
0: What, uh, what? Can you tell me the name of the Japanese bookstore that you went to or do you not know? Uh,
1: it? Let me look it up. It was, was in it? the uh, the Mitsuo Market and there's also so one Kina in Kunia. Yes, yes, yes. There's a, there's another nice. one of those in, in Little Tokyo.
0: I uh, have subscribed to the Berserk manga through my local comic book store, Secret wow. Headquarters. Secret wow. Headquarters here in Los Angeles,
2: California. I've sh- I've shopped there.
0: I fucking love it there. I don't know how they stay in business. I have no idea how.
2: I know. I uh, always feel like I'm the only person there. (laughs) Like,
0: no, I like. There's there's always people there, but it's in a neighborhood where like, like mom and pop shops are closing down and being replaced with like super high end perfume stores. Yes. Or Maison Kitsune, which is like a luxury French brand. Mm -hmm. And then there's this comic book store that has been open. For all of the years that I've lived in LA,
1: mm-hmm. wow, yeah, uh, I've got some more non Elden Ring thoughts to get to, but Matt, let's let's uh, let's check in with you. I, I, well, I have an Elden Ring anecdote because you shared the one about uh, getting
2: berserk. I was at a bar <gasps> recently, and um, I was with some friends, and we were just kind of hanging out and talking. I think I told you this off pod, um, but some guy came over to our table that we didn't know. Uh, and he was like, I feel like this is the table I can come sit and talk about Elden Ring with. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's rude. A rude assumption, but yes. <laughs> uh, and I just thought that was super funny. And then we talked to this guy for like an hour. Uh, just, uh, I was kind of, I was further along and he was getting his ass kicked. And it felt, and I was like, this must be what it feels like to be Heather. To be good at a game. I'm not good at this game, but compared to this guy, I was doing really well. So I was like, "This right. is what you're supposed to do. Here's how you yeah, how you're supposed to like go about this thing. Like, you can just walk away." I was helping this guy out quite a bit. He was very he was very thankful. Um, and then his friend like dragged him away because um, I think I think he was a little inebriated. Um, but I, we yeah. I
0: had a similar experience at a party talking to uh, a friend. Who uh, the the entire party all we did was talk Elden Ring. Um, but Matt, before we move on, mm-hmm. I forgot, we played together.
2: Yes. I was going to say oh, this as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we yeah. I summoned Heather. <laughs> I, I, I used one of my, um, furled <laughs> finger, uh, remedy things to, to get Heather into my game and we were trying to take down a boss and we were both ha- we were having a little trouble. We, this yeah, guy's we guy hard. Um, Yeah, and the only reason we were most of the trouble we were having was because I kept dying uh, very soon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) True, there were
0: a few times where like I just was like I'm in a rush and I like ran at him and he like one or two hit me and then it was it was over. Yeah, well,
2: because he causes bleed, right? So like uh, it was uh, the Blood Lord and uh, causing bleed, and then we did that for like a little while and that was really fun. Yeah, Uh, then I had to go, and then Heather had to go, and then literally the next two people that I summoned uh, melted this guy, (laughs) and it was, but in a way that I was like, I'm glad this happened, because this was really frustrating, but it was also, in a way, like, unfun, because, uh, this guy, this boss has two phases, and he didn't even get there, we got him, we killed him in the first phase, which seems impossible, (laughs) um, but that's how good, uh, this this one player was, uh, and I think they were a fan, I think they were a listener, so if that was you, um, thanks um i can't remember what your thing was but thank you um and but was I'm, it
0: like ddtd on twitter or something like that maybe i vaguely remember
2: i, I think so I, and the thing is i could find it but yeah uh i'm and i'm very sorry <laughs> i'm not I, and i i'm just not pulling it up i'm just i <laughs> i continue to talk his, and continue to speak his arms are, arms are literally crossed I'm not doing it I'm not <laughs> typing in twitter um <laughs> But I, I'm playing it. I'm playing too many games right now.
1: Um, I'm, this uh, is what you do. This is you play too many games, but you also finish games. Yes, and I don't know how you manage it. I look. Mm. I don't see anybody. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I, I, uh, my girlfriend sort of just understands uh, that this is what I do, uh, and we spend our time together. Um, but when I have free time, oh baby, I'm playing those games. Uh, I'm playing. I'm still playing Kirby. But like Kirby is not a game that I feel pressure to play. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I'm just like, oh, good. Kirby's here. I'm trying to relax.
1: I'll do like a level of Kirby and put it down. Um, S- same same thing yeah. with for me. It's like a great just like I got that kind of going on the side. It's on the back burner. It's simmering. Eventually, I'll finish that. Because there's it, it is. It is delightful. It's it so, so good. charming. It's
2: so like, I don't know. It just feels it feels great. There's um, zero challenge to it. And so it makes me feel yes. great, uh, especially after having a frustrating time like an Elden Ring or something.
0: You guys you guys know what Kirby is named after, right?
1: John Kirby, is John his Kirby. Name, right? Oh, yeah. that's not what I heard. The lawyer. What did I you heard hear? it was.
0: I heard it was based off of a scene in American History X. Oh, <laughs> that that kind of kind of your kind of joke, guys. Yeah, like that kind of. <laughs> 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 is that the kind of joke you guys like? <laughs>
1: I do like it. <laughs> so,
0: like, I was trying real hard to do like a like a you guys joke.
1: <laughs> I liked it. Uh, my, speaking of the difficulty by my, uh, my buddy, by uh, buddy, you sung. uh podcaster has a he's been and he, uh, he he streams on Twitch, but he's been playing Kirby. And his his thing that he likes to do is he'll just call uh, a Kirby boss an Elden Ring boss. <laughs> so he just be like, I ah, just beat Godric. <laughs> <laughs> <You're wrong. laughs> yeah. You song? Yep. Um
2: very mischievous. I'm playing that. I got Lego Star Wars, the Sky the Skywalker saga. Uh and that's similarly easy. Uh but it also does Gene Park was saying this on Twitter that it feels like a stealth one hundred hour game. Um uh, because it Interesting co- it covers all nine of the movies. Uh some of the Mandalorian, some of uh solo, I maybe just character packs, but I think they're gonna expand to Rogue One also. Um Ooh. And it's a collectathon game. Like you can, I mean, you get the characters that serve the story, right? But then you can get all the side characters, like Newt Gunray and whoever, uh, Babu Frick, all these, all these fuckers. There, yeah. <laughs> do, I think do is in the yeah! game. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I had a dream that there was a new. I know, t- telling people their dreams. It sucks. It's the worst thing ever. But I had a dream that there was a new Star Wars movie and it was Mumblecore. And it, <laughs> like was an A24. Like all the characters like... like mumbling. And I was like, this is terrible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I'd see it. Um, I'll, I'd, I'd see any Star Wars at this point. I don't care. Um, I've resigned to just let it come out. I'll just go. Yeah. Um, but I, And I'm also, Nick, if I could say this, Nick gifted me his old PC and Uh, And very nice, very thankful uh, for this. Now I can play it. Now I can play any fucking game I want. (laughs) Nobody's stopping me. (laughs) I'm a god now. Uh, And so uh, after. uh, the police came and tried to seize the computer. Uh, I then installed, <laughs> I installed a bunch of stuff that i Yeah, never... you're not
1: supposed to connect it to the internet. Uh-oh, Sorry. <laughs> Make sure you got a VPN going. It was,
2: yeah, oh yeah, it was immediately on dark web. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the home browser was dark web. Um, but the, I, I, immediately installed games that I've always wanted to play and never played before. Like things like Half-Life, uh, that have just never made it to like home console, um, uh, that I had in my, that, I probably got on a Steam sale. I was like, someday I'll be able to play this, aspirationally. But the first thing that I
1: tried was Inscription. And have you guys messed with Inscription? No, I, I have it on my wish list, and I'm excited to, to play it. And But I'm just like, when the fuck am I going to get time to play Inscription?
2: I So I started it, and I'm not very far into it, but it's it seems good. It seems mm-hmm. like it's very interesting. Uh, it seems like there's more going on to it than what it, it seems like so far. And I'm interested to spend some more time with it. It's like a very like it's like it's kind of spooky sort of tabletop like card game sort of thing. Yes. And the uh, I like the I like the game, like the the card game of it of it all. And it's a little spooky, um, but it just seems, also seems like there's other things going on uh, that I don't. I can't really speculate about, it and I don't want to like accidentally spoil for
1: myself, so I haven't looked. But um, it seems yeah, I've, it's good. I've heard a lot of vague talk in those regards. of yeah. just like there's once you once you get into inscription, you, there's more to inscription than you think. Yeah, you know, and it's just kind of like it's it's got a. I don't know if it's a meta element or what, but it's it definitely is is beyond just being just well just being. It's a, if it's a good card game, it's a good card game, but it's beyond being a card game.
2: Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm I, I, I'm enjoying that so far, and mm-hmm. you know, it, I feel like it's a great time for games. Uh, like all the games that I'm playing great right now are really games. good. Uh, I feel like I haven't heard of a stinker, uh, in, in in a bit, you know, uh, as far as like major releases go. But uh, I'm having fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a look. There's no shortage of things to play, and a new game got announced, and that's what I'm going to touch on real quick, which is Return to Monkey Island. Uh, this is a direct sequel to Monkey Island Two, so they've actually made four Monkey Island games. Curse of Monkey Island was the third, I actually. Like that one, Escape of, Escape from Monkey Island, I didn't think was particularly great. I, I just think the writing wasn't quite at the same level, and the you know it had it had a really. Uh, a real bummer of a of a mini game that you had to play but the but this one has Ron Gilbert who is you know the he uh, uh secret of monkey island and monkey island 2 LeChuck's revenge those were his games uh Ron Gilbert and Dave Grossman also involved uh from those first two games uh, uh they're both back and so they're kind of halloweening it they're just like they're just like you know what like, like we're we're getting rid of some of the canon and we're going back in time and we're saying like okay we now we have a new timeline branching off from the second entry. We're putting Michael Myers in it. Michael Myers is in it. <laughs> uh, the famous theme. <laughs> <laughs> it is the season of the witch uh, and. <laughs> I, anyway, like, like, look, like these are a couple of my favorite games of my youth. When I play a point and click adventure game these days, it's always a little bit like, OK, you know, like I uh, it's it's uh, it's maybe a genre that's I, I it, it had it, it had its relevance in the past. And now it always kind of feels like a throwback by virtue of just its its mechanics. But I hope this is this is fun. It, certainly it's got the pedigree to be a, a good game. Denny Delk, who voiced Murray, the skull. A, a, in um in Curse of Monkey Island is returning, so that should be fun. A great voiceover performance, and uh, and I but I wanted to, to touch on something real quick because we're going to be talking about hardware here, and there's a, a, a there was a there's a YouTube channel Phil's Computer Lab that uh, we'll link to in our show description uh, that has a uh, that has compiled what the audio sounded like on different audio hardware on wow. the PC wow. uh, back uh, in the days of Secret of Monkey Island. So I got a few different clips here from the same uh, video. Uh, so the first one, this is the this is all the main title theme. Uh, Matt, if you want to bring this one up, this first one is uh, is the PC speaker. So this is what it would sound like with just like the built-in audio of any particular computer back in the day. So this is the PC speaker. Okay, we got to get a sense of that. Very uh, honestly, like with with one channel, pretty impressive what they were able to do there. Uh, but uh, so like if you go and you upgrade your, your setup back in the day and you get yourself a sound card, sound blaster was the most common. So uh, if we skip ahead a little bit, we'll hear this is what that same theme would sound like on a sound blaster. And hey, if you have yourself a Yamaha OPS 2 chip and the Sound Blaster 1.5, which is the card that I had uh, back in the day, back in the 90s, uh, this is what it would sound like. Wow. Wow. It's kind of amazing because now, like, basically every PC has the same audio hardware, but there was so much divergence between your setups and that they had to account for that when they were, you know, creating these games and uh, programming them and and obviously composing and doing the sound design. Um, Let's hear this last one. This last one is if you had yourself a MIDI card, you had the Roland MT-32.
2: Holy shit.
1: Yeah, this sounds awesome. Yeah, this. (laughs) Wait a second. Give me a freaking my tie, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, shout out Phil's Computer Lab. Just an awesome, awesome little uh, piece of curation there, putting all those clips together. Really cool, very cool. And uh, return to Monkey Island supposed to be coming this year. They've been in development for a couple years. I'm excited for it. Why not? I've never. I've seen. Was there a Monkey Island for like the Dreamcast or something? They so they ported Escape from Monkey Island to consoles. I'm not sure if it came for Dreamcast. It was on PS2. I actually owned it on PS2. Okay, maybe that's what and, I've seen then.
2: Because uh, I remember yeah. watching my uncle play a
1: little bit of Monkey Island and being like, "Where are the dang monkeys?" If it was on hard, if it was on a, a console. That was probably the one. And, uh, and and yeah, that was like the kind of I think it used the Grim Fandango engine. It was like, you know, the other ones were point and click with this one. You direct controlled uh, Guybrush Threepwood, the protagonist. And yeah, it was uh, whatever. It was fine. <laughs> um, I'm excited for the new one. Uh, but hey, uh, any other any other video game news of the day we want to discuss before we get into our topic? I, I don't think so. Not for me. I, I got a notification that my play date is going to ship soon. Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's a that's that's a brand new gaming experience coming to me in 2022.
2: Hopefully, mine comes uh, shortly after. I have not gotten my email yet, but I'm in the I'm in the second group. Uh, Yeah, that's uh, that's it for my gaming news. And then we'll have to do an episode on it. And then we'll have to someone's gonna have to let Nick play theirs. Yeah. He's going right. to,
0: he'll be, he'll be here in five minutes as soon as you tell him you have to crank it.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Am I right? That's like two for That's two. That's good. That's okay. Hey. So Heather,
2: <laughs> this, this new year's resolution's coming along pretty good. i trying to do it. <laughs>
1: Well, let's get to this week's topic. We're talking about the virtual boy. That's right. It's how do we want to frame this, Heather? Isn't it?
0: What? How do I, How do we want to frame this?
1: Uh, we're, weren't we saying something like this is Heather's hole presents the virtual oh, yeah, boy yeah. because this is <laughs> yeah, coming yeah, from okay, your collection? Okay,
0: then maybe maybe it should be like, hey, hey, hey guys, um, welcome to my hole. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're all going to be in my hole playing
1: Virtual Boy. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Uh, for those of you who, I don't know, are Matt's age or younger. Hey, wait a second. Uh, huh? What does that mean? Uh, I've you seen may this not, before. You may not even really know what the Virtual Boy is. It has been nearly erased from gaming history. This was yes. uh, the fi- a fifth generation video game console Created by Nintendo R and D One, so like their main this Nintendo, like Nintendo first party machine. Uh, it was released in Japan, July twenty first, nineteen ninety five. Here in North America, August fourteenth, nineteen ninety five. Really shortly thereafter, it was discontinued in nineteen ninety six. So six months. <laughs> wow, <laughs> six <laughs> months later, uh, and I'm going to tell you, uh, it it sold seven hundred and seventy thousand machines. The second biggest failure in Nintendo's lineup was the Wii U and the Wii U sold 13.5 million machines <laughs> wow. machines that sold more than the uh, than the virtual boy. And here's in reverse order. So going down, down the list, mm-hmm. uh, the Sega Pico with 3.4 million, I've never Wonder even heard Swan 3.5 million, Color TV Game 3 million, in television Mega Drive Engage sold 3 million. Sega CD sold 2.2 2 million. NES Classic Edition, ColecoVision, Magnavox Odyssey, PC Engine CD-ROM, Atari Lynx Philips CDI, we've covered that on the show before. That's the one with Mario's, like, fucking hotel or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Hotel
1: Mario, yeah. Yeah. Tell-
0: Might
1: as well have been called Star. Mario's fucking hotel or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but the, t- the Telstar from 1976 sold more than the Virtual Boy. The Atari 5200, famously the machine that collapsed the gaming industry. And the Atari 7800 all sold more than the Virtual Boy. Like, this was an unparalleled, at its time, an unparalleled failure.
1: Yeah, absolute disaster. Like, coming, and, and you-
0: coming from Game Boy and squandering the, like, legacy of the brand. Like, the DS wasn't called the Dual Boy. Right. You know? The 3DS wasn't called 3D Boy. Virtual Boy killed killed the name,
1: Wow, yeah, it, it's it's uh, a and and that's that's a uh, that's what I was about to say because you're talking about Nintendo R and D one, which developed the Game Boy. Game Boy, an unbelievable hit, and also basically like established handheld gaming is a thing, established yeah. that as a new sector of of console gaming, uh, and that you know that of course the Game Boy Color as well, very successful, and then and then Gunpei Yokoi, who created this. Created the Game Boy and then also goes on to create the Virtual Boy. Like this was like hit the end of his run at the company, and then unfortunately the you know he ended up dying very very young, uh, it, 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 in a traffic accident shortly, Oof. uh, it, it 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 in not too long after the the Virtual Boy completely flopped and he left the company. So um, it's a, a, a hey, esteemed career, did a, did a, an incredible innovator, uh, but the Virtual Boy was. I don't know it's it's interesting cuz Matt you mentioned liking it. And yeah. I kind of had the same reaction but I think you have to view it through the prism of uh, do, do we talk about how much this retailed for Heather? $179. Which is like, oh, which is like, you know, 300 bucks in today's money. So it's like the price of an Oculus Quest. Yeah. So imagine you bought an, you spent, you spent as much as you spent on an Oculus Quest in the 90s. Imagine you're a kid and this was your, your, this was your big Christmas present. Yeah. Like, this is the thing I want the virtual boy and what you, and this is what you get this thing that is a cool tech demo maybe, but. It's really not playable for anything more than a few few minutes at a time.
2: Yeah, I think what I was responding to when I was liking it was, uh, well, we were playing together as friends. That was nice, Uh, but also uh, it's not mine, and I and I, and I didn't buy it. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, if you haven't seen the Virtual Boy before, the machine we are describing is a tabletop video game experience. So the the Game Boy is something you brought out on the go in the back of a car. The Virtual Boy, you had to be sitting at a table. The instruction manual shows you the proper position to be sitting in. It looks like a War of the Worlds style walker. There are two thin spindly (laughs) legs that stand on your table and then a red and black headset that you cannot strap to your head you have to le- hunch over you have to lean your body into the machine so much so so that your f- whole eyesight is blocked by this red and black three-dimensional screen. you cannot see the controller. you cannot no. see your surroundings. it is a it is a baffling experience. the fact that enough people in a room said yes. We're gonna we're gonna ship this, Nick. You played it for seven minutes, yes. sat up and said, "I feel like I'm gonna throw up." That's right. And that was, and I knew- yeah, that was the that- experience of tons and tons of kids, and 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 some people had seizures after playing the Virtual Boy. Yeah.
2: And to be fair, Nick yeah. kept saying he was gonna throw up like all day yesterday. It yeah. was really crazy,
0: and he said it like this. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Somebody hold my hair.
1: <laughs> it's interesting that you talk about the 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 hunch that's required because you know we you you had preserved a few manuals for this, and so I was looking through the manual and I, and I took some some photos of uh, uh of the diagrams and the text in this. And there's a diagram of a person. There's a drawing of a guy playing, the uh, it, it in the playing the virtual boy in the proper way, and it looks so unergonomic. He's completely <laughs> hunched forward, like he's leaning all the way forward because this thing has a stand that that does not go unless you prop it up on books. And we propped it up on like six volumes of of hardcover books, and it still wasn't high enough for me to like fit my my head into without hunching over. And you and so it would
0: it would not be inappropriate to say like that an instruction in the, in the manual could be turn your body into the shape of the letter C. <laughs> 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 it,
2: it, it, Nick, you're sort of bearing the lead on this diagram. Uh, the, the model looks like
1: you. <laughs> it also looks like me. <laughs> yeah, Another similar face from the Elden Ring character creator. Uh, machine, look, I'm a generic looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> the machine
0: gets, Warm on your face.
1: Mm -hmm. Very hot. The
0: the sound, uh, it comes out of like speakers embedded in the headset, but you can hook up uh, headphones to it. And it is also possible to run it off batteries. So I guess the theory was, hey, if somebody wanted to bring this out to a picnic, we shouldn't prevent them. So you could like blast through batteries like just chug through them on the on the scale of a game gear like as fast as possible uh in order to play the virtual boy out in public like can you i've played my switch at a bar can you imagine like loading up the
2: (laughs) the virtual boy just it took like i mean yesterday when we were when you were setting it up it took several minutes, and like, yeah. and yeah. not only that, lots of space. Like, yeah. you pulled it out of this, like this, this, like uh, carrying case, and had to, you know, f- uh, finagle the legs and stuff, and like figure out where the power thing went. And, and it, it's such a cumbersome uh, experience overall. Um, I can't imagine um, even be being seen doing it. <laughs>
0: it's it's also fragile. Yeah, like it's top heavy in like a not you we we talked about super mario brothers the movie being a series of baffling choices this is akin to that but from nintendo itself
2: i like, I, I have a thought about where you're supposed to put your arms and how it relates to the, the top heaviness so like you're supposed to put your arms like beyond the virtual boy and hold the controller behind it. I'm sort of thinking that's in case if you knock it over, then your arms can sort of catch it and it won't like shatter on the table.
1: <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's, it's, it's like that in and of itself is like clunky, like holding it like that because you've got, <coughs> you know, it's the, the, the hardware is wired and you've got a wired controller that you're using. And yeah. so you have to like kind of route the wire between the wire between the stand, uh, between the, the, a uh, War of the World star- style spider legs in order to hold the controller. <laughs> I will say that the controller itself, I kinda like. Oh yeah. And I mean, the controller's good. I think it's it it's comfortable. It's that's the most ergonomic part of the whole setup because it's got these long handles, which, you know, this this might be the kind of thing. And it and it and it and, it, and it's got dual triggers. It's Uh, Well, whatever, the Super Nintendo also had uh, had had, you know, shoulder buttons. So it's not like it innovated that. But but it does kind of feel the most like a modern controller of any, uh, you know, video game controller from the 90s. That's not just a straight up DualShock.
0: Yeah, it's it's you. You have to imagine that they built the controller so that you knew where everything was, even if you couldn't see it. So right. I'm a, a, I'm guessing they tested it either in pitch darkness or blindfolded because you have to f- <laughs> like the grips are so substantial on the controller that it's like holding two pistols in your hands. Right. Right? So that you always know where your fingers are supposed to be. There's also like it's you know the baffling double D pads on yeah. both sides of the controller. Uh and um and then also matching A and B buttons on both sides of the controller right so your your hands are essentially mirrored like D-pad on both thumbs two buttons on the interior of the controller next to the D-pad and then your triggers underneath the controller it's and if you put battery also the power runs through the controller So Yeah,
2: that that seems crazy to me.
0: (laughs) So if you are playing with batteries, the controller becomes unbearably heavy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I can, like, how many, it must take, like, eight batteries. Like, I don't know how
0: it could power that
1: fucking thing.
0: I don't even know. I don't even know. Oh, man. Yeah,
1: I, I had a friend with an Atari Lynx, and that burned through, like, like, eight double A's in, like, like 70 minutes so i i have to think that that was like this was a similar just you know just just completely I, i don't know i don't know what kind of batteries it took but i can't imagine the battery life was very long i'm so glad things
2: like that don't really run on uh batteries anymore uh xbox controllers still like uh have like a battery pack like you could put batteries in it uh but i remember being a kid and like the most excited i would be is like when my mom would come home from costco with like a costco like pack of like 40 batteries, and we'd just be like, Yes, we'll never have to like change them from the remote, uh, or or something else that required a battery, take it out of the clock or some shit.
0: So it's six double A's. I just looked it up six (laughs) double A batteries,
2: (laughs) a pack of batteries. (laughs) Uh, And I don't,
0: (laughs) I don't know how long that lasted, but I can't imagine it lasted very long. Uh, yeah, Also, also, we we noticed. You know, because we we looked at the machine a, a bit, uh, there is an uh, exterior uh, an extension port on the underside of the uh, of the system, right? And this was going to be used to output video to a television or to link two Virtual Boys together. The cable was never released because the multiplayer features for Waterworld and Baseball were canceled. And no other games ever came out that required two
1: people. And not even Mario
2: Tennis. Wow. And this thing also was only available for sale for six months. Like, they couldn't have put this out (laughs) fast enough.
0: um, I'd like to amend that because it was Nintendo worked on supporting the Virtual Boy through the third quarter of 96. So a year and a couple months. Reading really?
1: still like that's yeah, like nice. what what a, what a shelf life <laughs> yeah we should I, I i think by far the from a hardware perspective the thing that's that's most off-putting in modern <laughs> terms is that it, you can't wear it on your head like well, everything I, we know of as a vr headset is like something that you like have like kind of as a helmet or a visor and that, that <laughs> this has to be mounted on a table yeah. is well, so
0: you, you think that's cumbersome. more off-putting than that the color is red and black
1: well, like, OK, so no I, the, gradient. No, that 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 is like from if we're talking about <laughs> playing the games, then yes. So, And we should get into the experience of actually playing these things because it is very it, it is kind of repulsive to look at once <laughs> you actually get in there. It's it's cool, but it also looks like complete shit. Mm -hmm. And so and I think if I was like excited to play this thing and then I got my hands on it in the nineties and then actually wait, I'm I'm think I'm I definitely played this back in the day. I can't remember if my friend rented it rented one from blockbuster or if i just played one at a blockbuster or at like an electronics boutique but i definitely well, messed around with one back in the day putting your my face carrying... in one at a
2: communal store like, like...
1: yeah exactly <laughs> yeah 100 percent, yeah
0: <laughs> my carrying case is a blockbuster carrying case because they are they remain the only nice way to store or transport a virtual boy uh, and still has like the Blockbuster sticker on the uh, on the underside and also the abbreviated instructions where they take this many page manual and like condense it into like three paragraphs. They're like, OK, so first <laughs> you snap the the fucking thing into the legs. Then you got to plug the power into the. <laughs> <laughs> but, um yeah, we played a bunch of games. Also, we
1: did. We sure did. We did. Po- we played. We played a bunch of games from your collection, and amazing that you have all of these. Amazing oh my, that you have my whole. Yes, yes. From <laughs> from your whole, uh, you have uh, you have a, a mint version of Water World for Virtual <laughs> Boy. I think Which, there's probably two of those in existence. One is in a museum. <laughs> um,
0: it still has the price tag of nine dollars and ninety nine cents on it. Also uh because i bought it you know like no by the time i was like scrapping together cash to get a virtual boy Mm -hmm. everything was on super budget and i was like oh man they've discontinued this i have to get it because like nobody's gonna have this in the future and uh incredible
2: foresight amazing amazing.
0: what i mean was it (laughs) i think so uh but yeah, so the games we played were Waterworld, which uh now retails for like nine hundred dollars <laughs>
1: Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> I guess not retailed is that resells. Yeah. Uh we played uh we played the game Waterworld, Wario Land, Mario's Tennis, Golf, and boxer were our games. Yes. What order would you like to tackle these in, boys?
1: I think we should start with tennis because that's maybe the most approachable of these, and I think that was also the pack-in game. Yes, that correct? was the
0: pack-in game.
1: So this is the one you uh, you get with every Virtual Boy. Uh, the the showpiece for the hardware. It's okay. I mean, this is the the thing while 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 you're playing it is. It's just like this is every tennis game. Mm-hmm. This is this is, you know, I I could play obviously Virtua Tennis on the 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 Dreamcast is maybe the gold standard, but but you know, to compare it to like another another Super Nintendo era tennis game or just like a like a regular Mario Tennis played on on a, a, a console, it's like this is the same thing except we've got this 3D effect where, you know, my opponent is in the background and I'm in the foreground and it's all red and black. Uh, and it gives me a headache.
0: But, but yeah. this game is significant in Nintendo history. Do you know why, boys? Can I call you boys?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I prefer not, but okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I- I'll tell you why. Mario's Tennis was the first Mario's Tennis game. Mario's Tennis for Virtual wow. Boy was the first Mario Tennis game and according to wikipedia multiple articles cited here has been credited as being the game that started up the sports related subseries of mario video games
1: wow that's unbelievable that that this is the first and 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 similarly you were telling us uh, that 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 a that that there's a same there's a there's a, a same sort of thing regarding the wario land game that we played that, yes. that also was kind of the progenitor of the whole wario land series of platformers
0: Yes, this I uh I'm almost positive uh but I can't I don't know. I don't have that statistic. I read somewhere that Wario Land was the first mainline Wario platforming game. Uh but who knows?
1: Because Wario originally appears in one of the Super Mario Land games. Yeah. But this is like his first like this is this is the one where Wario is the player. character. Oh, no, 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 no.
0: Wario Land Super Mario Land 3 was before Wario Land on Virtual Boy. Oh, okay. You're right. Oh, okay. uh, well, uh, that would have been nice. But the tennis thing is still crazy.
1: Tennis thing is still crazy. Yeah. And and also the the, the I think the tennis game is. I mean, hey, it's fine. It's it's just like, why would I play this? Why do I need a VR headset to play this? Why do I need a a, a prototype re- rather of a VR headset to play this? Because it, it's it the the effect is cool, you know. It, it it does actually look 3D and aesthetically, it's cool in a kind of a throwback sort of sense, and in sort of like this is like a retro sort of console. But if you played it at the time, you'd be kind of like, why does this look like shit? It- well,
0: it also it came out after PlayStation. Like right. the PlayStation mm-hmm. was already out, and people were like, "I guess I'll I'll subject myself to these red and black graphics inside of this headset that I have to hunch over to to play."
1: Well, because you're also using this is this is this is uh, these are sprites that you're seeing in mm-hmm. 3D yeah. planes. Like it's not like this is like a you know these are polygons. So it's a different sort of 3D than you would be getting from from your uh, the 32-bit era hardware. I guess. I like when I was playing
2: it I was because now obviously we're looking at this through the lens of hindsight and like what things look like now so I was like weirdly I was like a little impressed with like how it looked honestly because like I was like I thought the screen was gonna be shittier obviously it's all red and black so it's like not that great but like otherwise it looks pretty good like um uh like, just clarity-wise, it was, it was very clear. No, yes, very clear. And, and the depth of the the 3D was really good. Um, I, I This was the game that I remember playing on a Virtual Boy when I played it when I was a kid. Um, and the thing that I guess I'll say about it is that, I mean, I guess with all these two, none of the games that we played... Give you a reason to play it for more than five minutes. Like there's like that, there's nothing in it that's like that hooks you in like a good Game Boy game even or something, you know? Well, that's sure. the and, best. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, because that brings me to the manual, uh, which tells you this is from the manual for Waterworld. Uh, but I, I imagine this was a warning in in all of the uh, the manuals. All Virtual Boy game packs contain an automatic pause function that will cause the game to pause after about 15 minutes of gameplay. When the game pauses, take a break and give your eyes some rest (laughs) to resume (laughs) gameplay to start. So, fifteen-minute sessions are all this is attended to as an absolute maximum. Yeah,
2: and then they're like, "Go, like, look at something else for a little while." Yeah, like this <laughs> take is take it off of your face, damage your eyes if you play it yes, for yeah. thirty
1: minutes in a row. It gives you a headache. Yeah, it does. It really does. It's a. Com- it's got to be a combination of the ergonomics and then also just like you know the the crudity of the of the display, despite its clarity. Uh, so you know there are. There are all sorts of adjustments you have to make to set this up. The first thing you have to do is the IPD adjustment, which is your interpupil distance. <laughs> um, this is also from the manual. And you, the, there's a dial here, which you set to, which is supposed to like, uh, let's see. Okay the best adjustment may this is this is how this is how difficult it is to try to get this thing looking right
0: oh, and also imagine you're 7 cuz that's like the, <laughs> yes, the yes. minimum <laughs> recommended age for the virtual boy like 7 and up so you're 7 years old and your mom says to you hey do you want to know how to set your ipd or your interpupil distance here's the instructions <laughs>
1: While looking at the adjustment screen, turn the IPD dial located on top of the virtual boy until you can dial, a, or you can see a mark in all four corners of the screen as shown on the screen uh, of the right. Uh, so it's like a standard sort of, you know, uh, corners of the screen, corners of the display have little marks in them. The best adjustment may allow you to see only three marks or four slightly blurred marks. <laughs> so it doesn't even give you clarity of what, it's supposed <laughs> what you're supposed like. to be seeing. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, <laughs> fucking whatever. Three, maybe four. <laughs> and then after that you have to adjust the focus which i i just found like for me it looked best with just maximizing the sharpness uh just just putting it all the way to the edge and and making it you know as that that made it as defuzzy as possible but it it still is just kind of it, it it's just it's just it's not ideal to look at for long stretches
0: yeah i i, I I have a, uh, a like, a, I want to read a little bit of the development of Mario's Tennis uh, just from Wikipedia real quick. But I didn't want to interrupt you, Matt. What, what were you about to say?
2: Nothing. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Great.
0: So from Wikipedia, the game initially had a working title of Mario's Dream Tennis upon its announcement. The game was developed by Nintendo R&D One with director Gunpei Yokoi, Yokoi? Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, The same team that was responsible for the development of the Virtual Boy itself. His success with the Game Boy line of systems, coupled with the public's general belief that it was too early for the next generation of systems due to the failure of systems such as the 3DO and the Atari Jaguar, led the team to brainstorm on different approaches that could be taken. The team came up with a system that used 3D images to display conventional 2D graphics, the Virtual Boy being the result at the hardware end, and Mario's Tennis and Mario's Clash—the end results on the software end. So this was like it. This, this was success. Mario's <laughs> yeah. Tennis was like that was like it was like guys, let's give ourselves a round of applause and go out for drinks.
1: It, it should have stayed. I mean, it, this is the thing that just should not have been commercially released because it is it is an impressive piece of hardware, it, it, but it kind of should have just stayed buried and. You know, uh, and they they recognize that maybe that just cons- that, that consumers are not going to like this in its form. And maybe eventually this is like an expansion for the Nintendo 64 or something. You can buy a little VR headset that you're going to plug into it that could play some games in a, you know, in a virtual sense. I mean, that that maybe would have been the way to, uh, to, to so that it wouldn't be such a resounding commercial failure. That said, I'm glad it exists and I'm glad we, we get to mess around with it because, uh, uh, playing wario uh, wario the, so it's a decent platformer uh, like i like i was playing it i was like i wish that this was available on i any was thinking other like, hey, <laughs> on any other system yeah like <laughs> I, I was thinking like hey if, if nintendo ever and they they would never ever do this because they're just so protective of the library but if they were like hey for archival purposes we're gonna have a a, a virtual boy app in the oculus store and you can just get, you can just play all the Virtual Boy games on on an Oculus just to see what that was like because it's an important piece of gaming history. Uh, obviously, not ever gonna happen. Matt, I think you you brought up that if this was on the 3DS, yeah, that would be Heather like a said great, it, but yeah, or Heather said that yeah. So so like 3DS, like like if I, I would love to play this Wario game on the 3DS, can't really play it for long stretches here, but it's got some cool things like it's got like you know two different planes which we saw we'd see on the Donkey Kong franchise where you got like a foreground and a background, and you know Wario can jump to the background and uh do some platforming there and then jump back to the foreground and that looks cool in the 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 3D uh 3D of it all it's just like there's no reason to be playing a platform game with a VR headset no particularly one this uncomfortable and i noticed
2: i i had not played a a, a wario platforming game before uh and i noticed that like cuz you know mario when he gets hit and he he turns from big mario to little mario i guess mario yes. normal and then little mario but he still keeps his hat. i guess sometimes he loses his hat
1: right but um when, well that's that's a disaster if he loses his if hat. the hat's off happens he's in fucking Super Mario dead. 64. He's like fuck yeah, he's got like he's like fuck, I need my hat. Yeah.
2: Give me some health. But when Wario gets hit, he he loses his hat and gets smaller and he's also like bald. Like they make him look like <laughs> Like Wario is already unpleasant to look at, but they're like no, he gets like a little uglier too. Like they make him look kind of <laughs> nasty. I well, love it. I love what w- freaky is.
0: I'd like to play a little selection from the music in this game, which I think I've used in a, in a DLC episode previously, but um, it's, so it's Wario. So the game, like you're, you're sitting at your table head crammed into this hot headset playing as the least charismatic and least attractive Nintendo um, (laughs) mascot and you also are subjected to sounds which, Matt, you described at the time as like farting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I was like, oh, oh, you know, they can't even give Wario good music. They gave him farting.
0: Yeah. So let's let's hear a little bit of that music.
1: So I dig this.
2: devin has got his hands in the air. And you won't believe what he's doing them. He's waving at them like he just don't care. Wow.
1: Murder. It's kinda okay. no, this is
2: rad. We were it's saying perfectly Wario. The sound chip for the virtual boy is kind of good.
0: It's a little funny like
2: I with, like, it. like
0: but like this doesn't like encourage you to move forward in a game world it's kind of like what if you just like sat and watched your character go through like idle animations
1: (laughs) it it's so the the hardware itself and then the the you know the display it, it, it being all red and black and and difficult to focus your eyes while looking at it's it's aggressively ugly and then you've got a character who's ugly and then a you know a a a soundtrack that's kind of leaning into that as well. So it is just like a, like a, like an overall off-putting experience. I I definitely get that.
0: That being said, uh, many retrospectives on Wario land have called it the best virtual boy game. Wow. So this is it. Like it doesn't get, there's no hidden gem that I didn't subject you guys to like, this is, this is the, the height of heights for the virtual yeah. boy library.
1: It felt like a solid platformer, you know. It, was it fun to I, I play. like platform games. It was fun to play, and and he he animates well, and he's you know he's got a fun, wires got a little fun mood set. It's a little his little shoulder charge. Some fun, uh, inventive level
2: design. Like it's good. Like uh, yeah, if it, if, yeah. It, to Nick's point, if it was on something else,
1: I'd probably try to play through it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, up next, we, oh go ahead, Nick.
1: Oh, I was I was just gonna tee up Water World. Well, which, I was gonna,
0: I was gonna say, go ahead.
1: No, go. I want to hear. Go, go for it. You go. You go. You go. Can I say something? Up. Up. Yeah. Matt. Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. I wanted to
2: I wanted to just talk about Waterworld 2, unless
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we well, played Waterworld next.
0: <laughs> I was gonna queue it up as the game the game we played next received negative reviews, and the version released for Virtual Boy is generally considered. To be the worst game in its twenty-two game library, <laughs> guys. We played. What is what is how we played five games. We played almost twenty-five percent of the Game Boy library. I guess is so. That right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't actually get around to playing. <laughs> I didn't play any golf. I didn't play I the played, golf I either. played four of them.
0: Yeah, because yeah. you. Got, I think you guys started to feel sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. We got queasy. We were both like, I gotta go. And Which, then we want to see your Death Stranding uh, windows. Yeah. Nick tried to jump out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a shame you guys didn't see Golf uh, because it has photorealistic graphics
1: compared oh. to the other
0: ones. Like, like a digitized man standing in 3D uh, in in virtual boy golf and cool. the uh, very misleading box art that seems to imply you'll be playing the game in first person perspective in a
2: virtual world. Yeah, these legs are horrifying, yeah, which like would make, make sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we play virtual boy water world. Yes. Uh, the most expensive game in my virtual boy collection and uh, a colossal failure. Um, I think this game may have been released after, no, it wasn't, I, I vaguely remember it coming out after the virtual boy had been announced discontinued, but that's not true. Like that might've been when I became aware of it.
1: So you Uh, go ahead, go. I, 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 we played the super Nintendo version in our old format Yep. and I can't remember how we felt about it, but I remember it being like, it's like a game. And, you know, they're they're platforming levels. They're like action uh, combat platforming levels. And then they're also the levels where you are running around on the what the fuck is the thing you're you're writing? Trimoran. What's your, your the Trimoran. You're 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 going around the Trimoran defending the atolls so you can rescue the atollers from the who are the fucking bad guys? Smokers. The smokers. OK, so you're, you're shooting the smokers and rescuing the atollers. And I don't know if you because I because I couldn't progress past the first level, and this one uh, made me the sickest of any of these games. <laughs> yes, um, made me the most nauseated because you're you you have to pivot your perspective, and you're doing this with the D pad. You're not doing this with your – so you're you're changing your your you know how your your field of vision. You're shifting your field of vision in this headset uh, with the controller as you're trying to steer your trimaran around to rescue these uh, these drowning. Uh, civilians and and shoot your Trimoran gun at these smokers um it, it, and i don't know if that's all there is to the game or there's also platforming levels as you progress but uh this 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 level i was just like this fucking sucks this is a horrible game this is so <laughs> not fun
0: <laughs> so that this was developed by ocean of america ocean games uh and uh and it was also the only other game they they were in charge of in the Waterworld lineage was the Saturn Waterworld game, which mm. was canceled before release. So,
1: so this team, this is this is the one that they released is the Virtual yeah. Boy Waterworld. It, yeah, this is look, like, hey, this is I've I've worked on some uh some awful games from a as a developer a lot of times these things are are pretty out of your hands you know what you're making you have unreasonable demands from a publisher and uh you have a, a schedule that's impossible and a team that's not big enough and a budget that's not big enough at least that's what i tell myself uh and uh to, so i can sleep at night uh but the the <laughs> But so, so who knows what circumstances they were under to try to put this licensed game together as quickly as possible Uh, uh on, on, on new untested hardware that no one had figured out. No one ever figured out how to use properly. So, you know, it', it amazing that they even got a game together. But that said, if you die in this game, it rolls the credits, <laughs> which to me, they knew at some level. Okay, people are gonna play this once, so let's make sure they at least see our names after they <laughs> die, and then throw their headset in the trash. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the um, the final game we actually played because I forgot that you guys didn't play golf. We just had it on the table was Tellaro Boxer, uh, yes. which is a game. This is the one I, I remember. Yeah, recently purchased. Uh, from a uh, used game shop in Portland that I've mentioned on the show before on during a road trip. Uh, I was like, oh shit, it's Telloro Boxer. And it doesn't cost $400. I'll pick it up. <laughs> um, Telloro Boxer, also by the Nintendo first party uh, development team, is a game where uh, you play as a virtual first person boxer against robots. Uh, when a technology called telerobotics uh, is 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 created, which allows people to control robots to do tasks not normally doable by humans, um, a lot of people say it's a great game. What do you guys think?
1: This was my favorite of the bunch. This is the yes. one I remember uh, messing around with back in the day, and it's you know it's like punch out and this was also the one that feels the most justified in terms of the hardware I think because of its first person perspective it's kind of like okay I I, I see my boxing fists mm-hmm. and I can it, it has the closest one to one in terms of, of movement you're not gesturing you're using a d-pad but in terms of like okay this d-pad moves my hand up this d-pad you know this d-pad moves my left hand up this d-pad moves my right hand up I can move these independently or together uh, I can throw a punch with this button and a, and a, a right with this button and the left with this button. I never really figured out how to, to just to control the height of my punches. And apparently you can throw uppercuts or whatever. I didn't figure out how to do that. But like just from a simple sort of, you know, stick and move, uh, again akin to the punch out series which i'm sure it was it was inspired by it did and uh and and modeled af- after it was like oh this is this is a very playable boxing game um i beat the first opponent i got to the second opponent the second opponent has a second form uh where if you do enough damage to him his head uh he had, like they're robots so his head like lowers down to like his crotch area and so you have to like i guess hit him with yeah. low blows in order to do damage is That where you got and the Ye- uh, all right, uh, so <laughs> so I, I was like trying to figure out like I I don't know how to, to to throw a low punch so I couldn't do damage to him and eventually he beat me. Uh, but it's it's great because they're they're I guess they're humans in the lore. They're humans controlling these robots. They're human pilots. They're, I don't know if they're 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 mechas or if they're uh, like using a controller to control them. But the guy the the guy after I lost the second opponent, he taunted me, and uh, the taunt he used was you're pathetic and weak <laughs> <laughs> being seven years old and reading that and just yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> bursting into really tears the core. <laughs> yeah
2: like <laughs> s-
0: sitting up at your own dining room table and being like
2: uh, uh, I just got bullied by my <laughs> game <laughs> I, I like this one quite a bit too um, I it's just like I these type these games all games all a lot of modern games, have tutorials or like tutorial levels none of these games and as far as i know walk you through what you're supposed to be doing or how to do it it's just okay strap in you're doing this now and it's 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 a it's a jarring experience i don't know how they expected anyone uh let alone a kid to be able to put any of this together it's it's a just a shocking mess
1: this was the RTFM days. Mm-hmm. Read the read the freaking manual. Oh. And so they they would have like you know these these I think I assume if you read the Tellero boxer manual, mm-hmm. it explained all these you mechanics, learn the uppercut, yeah. Yeah, or but uh, the other thing is that kids didn't read the fucking manual. Nah. So I remember the first time I played Legend of Zelda on NES, I hadn't read any of the manual. I had no idea what the fuck was going on because it's like I'd only played like linear games up to that point, mm-hmm. and so I was like what, where, where, where do I go? What do I do? And then I got to like a fairy fountain. I was like, did I beat the level? Like I didn't. Un- I had no pro- no understanding of right. how it was how it worked until my brother played it and showed me how it uh, how it actually uh, how it actually was structured.
0: I I wonder there's a there's a Tetris game for Virtual Boy which wow. received universally negative reviews and uh, instead of playing on a two-dimensional platform where or, or map play space mm-hmm. where the puzzles are falling towards the bottom of the screen they're falling into a cube and oh of the remaining Virtual Boy games that we didn't get a chance to play, I wonder if that one is any good or if it is upsetting.
1: Uh, the game is called V Tetris. I've got a that's long a, play video that is here. A
0: different, that's a different game. That's a
1: different game?
0: Yeah, it's 3D Tetris.
1: Okay, hold on. Let me, let me find 3D Tetris.
0: Is it, it like V Tetris was only released in Japan. 3D got Tetris it. was released here.
2: Oh, this looks bad. <laughs> like this looks like a nightmare.
1: Okay, here we go. Here's a long play of 3D Tetris. Oh my so, god. This is really difficult to tell what's going on with this perspective, which I assume you can control. But yeah, you're looking you're looking down at the at the game uh it's like you're you're staring down a call a chimney that you're playing Tetris down. And so you're navigating the, piece, the pieces that way, the 3D pieces in a top-down manner, or a pseudo-top-down manner, kind of isometric. It's really difficult to tell where you're supposed to place things as this a result. Is so I can horrible. see why this would suck. Yeah, this looks... It, it, it's awful. I'm going to throw up. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine looking at this in uh, with a with a, uh, an uh, 11-pound headset
2: uh, <laughs> strapped to you. <laughs>
1: Tetris is like the easiest your game entire field to not of up. It. Like, it, yeah. it's,
2: it's, it's perfect. You don't have to reinvent the wheel here, babe.
0: 3D Tetris was also the final Virtual Boy game released in March wow. of 1996.
2: Do you think they I saw it know- and they were like, uh. Oops. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Never mind. Let's shut this down.
0: There's a Gundam game that was only released in Japan that makes me want to, like, I want to know if. One, I don't know anything about cross-compatible. Like, were they region-locking the Virtual Boy? Or when it was launched, were they like, look, if somebody wants to import a fucking game from somewhere else, let them do it. Great question. Uh, uh, But there's a Gundam game um, that also has terrible reviews, but I'd love to play that, see if that's any good. I love Gundam. Today is the beta test of uh, Gundam Evolution, the PC Overwatch-style Gundam video game. Wow. Wow. As of this record today, not today when this comes out.
1: I think people get it.
0: Uh, Guys, uh, we didn't we didn't play golf. Uh, Nintendo Power called it the third best virtual boy game released in 1995. Uh, It is a golf game. That's that's it. I I thought the 3D effects on golf are pretty good. But the truth is, I think the 3D effects on all these games are pretty good. They're not bad. It's just if it was in color or even just in white and black. That would make a
1: huge difference, honestly. Just the red is so aggressive.
0: The red really feels dystopian. Like like hunched, hunched over into this headset and then being like blasted with red. It's just like not an experience any child ever wanted. I can't believe they released this machine.
2: Yeah, it feels like a punishment the whole thing. The whole thing feels like you're in trouble. Uh man, what a I'm but, I, but at the same time, I had I, I mean, I think it was just cuz of the experience of doing it, but I had I did have fun playing it.
1: Yeah, I I wish that it just it just maybe you know, again, I I said this earlier, but I just wish that more of this stuff, more of this gaming history was more available for people to experience because, yeah, you can watch videos of people playing it, but this really is one where hey, you want to see it, play it in VR and see what it's actually like. And it would be nice if there were if libraries or museums had virtual boys that you could go and mess around with if you ever wanted to see what it was like on retro hardware.
0: But that's a little bit like saying, "I wish you could drive a Model T." Like, it, <laughs> it,
2: the, I wish I could the virtual. I it's, do wish. I, yeah, I, I agree with yeah. that. Put some water in the back of that thing.
0: <laughs> I Strap was saying when goggles. you guys were playing it, that it felt like a Victorian era toy. Like it yes. felt like the new <laughs> 3D video sco- scope. Yeah. And you you, you're know, like it's got like slide cards and punch graphics and, you, and yeah. you're watching this. Like, really confounding machine. It uses like
2: radiation technology to power it somehow. (laughs) Put it on your head.
1: Also,
0: it's frustrating as all VR experiences. I guess we wouldn't call this a V, even though they want us to call it a VR experience, it's not a virtual reality experience. No.
2: Uh,
0: But you can't see what the other person is doing. So, like, even if you have a virtual boy and you got your buddies over. It is an unenjoyable experience for you as like a host. Yeah. Because you're just looking at a friend going, oh, oh, yeah, I see now. Okay, yeah. And they're doing it loud because the speakers are right there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> y- yelling over the farting music. Uh, yeah. That was the funny thing yesterday when we were playing is that like, I, 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 while we were, while I was playing it anyway, I was sort of like, I feel like I should narrate what's going on even though it's not helpful uh, yeah. to,
1: to anybody. But that's, I mean, like, as you know, hey, if you got like an Oculus or a, or a uh, a Valve Index, I mean, can you mirror that that screen somewhere? Can someone yeah. else be looking at? You can do that in okay. the Oculus can, well, app.
2: You can uh, mirror it to you can mirror it to the app. It, it, it's you know, okay. you have to have it uh, like on it on a phone or something, or if you can cast it to the TV, you can. But uh, yeah, the Index
0: it. is the same way. Yeah. You can see what the other person is doing, which is unsettling, but. At least you're able to be like, oh, look, no, look back at that fish.
2: Yeah. Stop trying to jack off yeah.
1: that robot. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, that's when we were hanging out.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Great. Uh, the, the uh, yeah, it is interesting, though, that, like, you know, the the external speakers, which seem like, oh, this is a, this is kind of a crude way to handle it, but the Oculus... Has the same thing. The Oculus it comes does? by default with yeah. It's it's got external speakers that are Word. blasting into your ears by default. You can plug headphones into it, which I huh. did. But it's yeah. They that that was the model that was the same design. Not as heavy, well, still heavy. Not as not nearly not as heavy. Yeah, but you know, not 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 as. And bad. also like works, which is a big thing. Yeah, and doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I guess. Thank you guys for for hanging out in
1: my whole Christ.
2: Thank you, Heather. Yeah, thanks for having us. That was Mary a blast.
0: saw Mary saw the t-shirts uh, now available at, in our in our new oh, yeah. store that say Heather's Hole, and she was like, oh my God, no.
2: <laughs> Podswack.com no. slash play, get your <laughs> Heather's Hole. Uh, and some new items coming soon that aren't there yet, but yes. Yeah.
1: They I, I, there's some yeah there were the some do, some new merch on the way. You asked me if I wanted any of it, and the only thing I wanted was a Heather's Hole tank top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to wear and, it and, uh, and, around and town. we're getting yeah, we're getting
2: uh, we have the um, we have one there uh, that is a, a ladies fit. We're getting a, a, a male fit one. Uh, oh, yeah. There's plenty of stuff coming. There's a bucket hat coming. All sorts of crazy
1: stuff. So be on the lookout. Wow, look for that. That was Heather's Hole Presents Virtual Boy, and now it's time for the question block. Ta-dee! All right, this one's from at
2: Malone's Cones on Twitter, and they write, what is the first game you replayed because you loved it so much? For me, since you asked, it was Shining Force for the Sega Genesis.
1: That's Wait, it. What was Replayed? It? Yeah, it was the first Wait. game you replayed because you loved it so much. Final Fantasy One* on NES was that, I think the the first game that I was like, I finished it and I was like, I'm going to play this again. With a, if we're not talking about like the second quest of something, because like there's like a second quest of Zelda one that kind of remixes the levels that I that I played through. But I after Final Fantasy one after I finished that, I was like I want to play through this again with a different party with a. Di- and that was a thing. I actually did a bunch of times play through it with like you know see if I get through it with four black belts or whatever, mm-hmm. or four white mages, mm-hmm. uh, four fighters is op honestly. You do that, you're set. Well, but uh, yeah, it's it, playing playing with different party composition.
0: Um, let's see. I feel like I feel like I played Out of This World again. I played Demon Souls again. I played The Last of Us Part One again. Um obviously Super Mario 3.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, back Is when. that is
1: that the first? Because I think the question was what what's the first game, right? Yeah. What the fuck Movie am I played? supposed
0: to know? Like what, what <laughs> do you <laughs> expect <laughs> me to be? Well I'd like to say it's, Hedgehog not, it's not the last of us for part sure. one, you can
1: say. Okay. Sonic the, right,
0: Sonic the Hedgehog won for sure. First game I replayed after after beating. For sure. That's it. It has to be.
2: For me Met Yeah was, which Kingdom Hearts was it? <laughs> uh it, it was yeah, it was Kingdom Hearts two. Um <laughs> you know, it was it was probably Spider Man for uh for the ps1 honestly like oh sure because we, we uh my brother and i loved that game so much that we would just like go through it again and like you can unlock different costumes and stuff and are like oh i'm gonna be uh you know like baghead spider-man in in this in this playthrough and, and go through it like that or however you want you know pretty fun wow great question yeah great question excellent uh this next one is from at joke redacted on Twitter and they write, Do you have any cooldown strategies for difficult games? For example, I turn off the audio in Elden Ring or other Souls games if I'm struggling to get past a difficult boss. Ooh, turn that's the
1: gr- audio. That's a that's a great,
0: great tactic for Elden Ring because the music is part of what makes the boss difficult. Yes. I love that tactic. I agree with it. Uh it's I like find lowering that the volume
2: when you're trying to park in a difficult spot. Uh-huh. It, 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 it like helps a little bit if you turn the radio down a little bit.
0: Yeah, I I feel like uh, I when I need to really focus, I'll turn the volume down on a video game. That's that. Yeah, that's excellent. But is that a cool down? Was the question cool? Down? Yeah. Do you have any like, cool
2: down strategies
0: like post game?
1: No, I, I well, I think that the the way the, the question is using it, the way the questioner is using it is in terms of like, OK. I'm getting I'm getting on tilt here. I'm getting overheated. How do I, do I simmer down a little bit? How do I calm myself down so that I can focus on this task? That that was my interpretation yeah. of it. Hmm. I'll say I'll say the thing that that that's worked for me, and you know, hey, Elden Ring is is what's on on the brain for everybody right now. But like, I just just do something else. It's there's that that gamer feeling, which will you'll you'll encounter sometimes of just like I'm going to I'm struggling with this thing. I'm going to stop it. I'm going to go do something else. And then when I come back to it, for whatever reason, everything is kind of like locked into place in my subconscious. And I just beat it the first try. I've had that happen a number of times. I actually haven't had it happen with Elden Ring yet, Uh, but I've had that happen with a number of games over the years where I've like gone to bed and woken up in the morning and been like okay time to get back to this thing and then i i'm able to get to progress yeah. past this thing this that, yeah. that was this massive roadblock earlier. So i think the most effective cooldown strategy for me is just do something else whether that's in the game whether that's in you know like in Elden Ring hey i'm going to go do something else open ring uh, open world style or whether that's in IRL even better hey i'm going to walk away from this game and go take a walk and have a snack or whatever.
2: That's that's great. I I I'll yeah tend to do something else. I'll I'll sometimes put on a game, something like Kirby or like just like something sure. that I know that I can do. Uh a lot of times I'll honestly just like boot up um uh Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, uh the remake now, and I'll just crush the warehouse level cuz I know I can there do that. Go. And I'll just like sometimes right. will like speed run that level because it's just like a comfort that's a comfort game to me i'll just like do like end on a good note like oh i did that now i can maybe stop for the day and then pick it up the difficult boss uh another time right uh this next one is from brand at brandon gilbrek on twitter and they write i've got an enormous backlog and i don't know how to choose my next game to play what is your process to pick your next playthrough i think that was an interesting question
1: I wish I knew, Brandon. I wish I had a great method. I wish I had a I, I, it's here's what here's what I'll say. And I, I'm going to talk about this in terms of Disco Elysium, which I know we've talked. We've probably belabored on this podcast, uh, talked about too much, although it it is a terrific game. That was one where since it came out, I was like, I got to play this fucking game. But I, what when am I going to have time for this? And when I finally was like, you know what? I don't really have time for this right now, but I'm just going to play it. I'm just going to start playing it because I want to play it. I have other things I want to play, but I've been meaning to play this game. Everyone says it's great. Everyone says I know whose tastes I trust tells me it will be right up my alley. And so I'm just going to fucking play this thing. And I played it in like, you know, around I started playing it late last year, like around around the holiday breaks of last year where there was a bunch of other stuff to play, a bunch of new games to play. And zero regrets. I'm so glad I finally did it. So I would say if there's a thing that you really want to play or the thing that you've been meaning to play, but you keep putting off because of its gameplay length or the amount of commitment you have to do or just like its tone or whatever, just I would just say just go for it. Just do it. Just don't overthink it. I would say that, that that's what's worked best for me dealing with my massive backlog is don't overthink it. Just play the thing you want to play.
0: I say, rush forward, never look back. <laughs> let, the, let the pile get bigger and bigger so that on your deathbed, you can look back and say, regrets, and then pass away.
1: <laughs>
0: but there's always new games coming out. Always. You got to play the next thing. How about, how about instead of creating a backlog, limit yourself to one
2: purchase,
0: you know, until you're done.
2: Who would do that? I, Who could do? I I don't so have the tough. strength.
1: It's so tough. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, I was say I was thinking that I have, I sort of have two categories of games that I want to play in my head at any given time. One is a game that like one type of game is a game that I know that I want to play, like something like a Lego Star Wars or something like that. Like I I just want to play that, and then the other is like an inscription type game where some, like word of mouth and people recommending that game to me, that's a separate category. Sure. So like recommendations and then like, uh, like gut games is like how I do it sometimes. So, uh, I'll tend to go toward like a recommendation. Cause like, it's not something that I would typically pick for myself. Like I would have never probably picked up inscription on my own if I hadn't heard through people that it's, that's very good. Um, but I, I, I'm glad I did, and so that's. And, but also, that adds to the backlog too. It's it, it adds and takes away at the same time.
1: Uh, a, a new factor, and I'm sure the, the PlayStation service will be part of that, that 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 enters into it is just if something's on Game Pass and is maybe going away soon, mm-hmm. that will be oftentimes like, OK, I got to play this thing because I've been meaning to. Uh, but my tiebreaker, howlongtobeat.com, if you're not using that yes. site and you're a you're gamer press for time, just check how long something is. You know, I want to play Tunic. I'm looking at it right now on how long to beat. Looks like it's about, you know. They say main story, 12 hours, main plus extra 15 and a half hours. So I knowing my own pace of playing games, I'm probably that's that's in the 16 to 20 hour range for myself. Uh, but I want to play that game. And so that feels like maybe one that could come up after after I finish Kirby and Elden Ring, because that's not a, an enormous commitment.
2: Yeah, I am mean, it's only that that's only well. a
1: season and a half of television. <laughs> I can do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Game length, I think, is a good thing to consider with that as well. Because uh, yeah. if you knock out a bunch of shorties, backlog's a little smaller then, isn't it? There you uh, go. Okay, this will be the last question. This is from at ron 88 keys rbdm on Twitter, and they write, Situation, you're currently mad at one of your two co-hosts for some benign reason, and you have the mm-hmm. magical power to punish them by forcing them to play any level in any game until they cry for mercy. Which level of which game would that be? That's wow. That,
0: first off, I so would cruel. never, ever, ever be that angry at either of you. Wow.
2: Wow. I, I, that means Nick, we can go off.
0: Yeah, you can go off. <laughs> um, I'll get, I'll, I mean, I'll get annoyed, but I would never subject you guys to the pipe level of Battletoads for NES. <laughs> like even yeah even if my fiance left me for one of you i'd be like well is that on the table i guess i just didn't <laughs> live up to expectations <laughs>
2: <laughs> i already know that in this in this fake scenario that's not true and would never happen heather's getting a puzzle of some kind uh yes and not like uh. a uh, like a world puzzle, like a straight up just like puzzle puzzle. Yeah. Um and Nick Nick's gonna get
1: huh. What kind of games does Nick not like? Uh I think if you made me play uh League of Legends online. Okay. Yeah. And then I that would probably be the sort of thing where I'd just be like, I'd be so inept and <laughs> everyone would fucking be yelling at me in the chat and i'd feel so bad about myself that that would probably be a pretty fitting punishment
0: maybe maybe it would be call of duty modern warfare whatever it is yeah but you guys have to have your mics on and you have to talk the entire oh god time. yeah that would be a nightmare that'd be an absolute nightmare to me
2: uh i'm surprised you guys didn't try to punish me with uh with pyramid head yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah and you just got, to going to play something scary stand
2: in the hallway where you see him and he can't get you like that's like
1: <laughs> yeah matt's got to play something scary i've got to play something online and heather's got to play a sierra point and click adventure <laughs> game that's <Jesus>. completely <laughs> inscrutable
0: right
2: <Christ! laughs>
1: <laughs> no <laughs> that's it for the question block, you guys great questions this week yeah wow excellent. and hey Great, excellent questions. And hey, that's this week's Get Played. You can follow us on social media or send us your questions at Get Played Pod. We do the question block about once a month. Our music and engineering by Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at bafflegabs. And a reminder this month's We Play You Play is Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the game, in honor of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie. Uh that episode will be landing Monday, April 25th, if you want to play along in advance. It's uh I mean, I'm not gonna say what I think about it yet, but I'm ha I'm I am i am i let us just say
2: I'm I'm playing. And I hope you play it. <laughs> you play and it on hope- Switch, right? I'm playing it on Switch. I'm playing on the, yeah. the Nintendo Switch Online uh, Genesis uh, pack that they have there that has all these Genesis games on it.
1: So that's an option for you Switch gamers
2: yeah. out there.
0: And I'm playing on the original hardware and on a CRT uh, television uh, with the original controller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and in the past via your time port. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah, get, yeah, you get yeah. the most authentic experience. <laughs>
0: Guys, this has been really great. You got played! Oh shit. (laughs) Fuck.
2: (laughs) I just got bullied by my game. (laughs)